Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Hello, Erica. Hi, Kimmy. Welcome to this week's episode of A Little Wiser on, wait for it, listening. (laughs) Yes. And you may be listening to some construction in the background, um, drills. There's lots of potential things. As you know, I'm, I'm moving. Um, and so I'm just hiding out in a construction zone and recording a little wiser on the art of listening with you. I think that you are, have officially earned your podcast badge of honor because you first were going to record in your car and now you're recording in a construction zone. So I believe now you are a a true podcaster. Yes, I do. I've earned some sort of stripe. Not sure. (laughs) Um, So yeah, but our interview, I should say our, because you and I work on these interviews together with Richard last week, um, who, for those of you who have not listened, was a very famous, is a famous hostage negotiator, was really about the art of listening and why we've said art of listening now seven times, so we're not going to use that word again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was interesting to me on so many levels. One is somebody who, by profession, is a listener, Part of being somebody who is in the business of interviewing people, if you're going to attempt to do those interviews well, which I attempt to do them well, you have to actually really be a good listener. And it's something I learned, you know, I've been doing this 20 years. Yes, I've been doing the podcast two years, but for it's been two decades or more doing this behind the scenes when I worked in news and in documentary film and lots of different places. And I used to look at my questions and jump to the next, right? To the next question. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I've got to get this one and this one and check and check. But what that doesn't allow you to do is ask the best questions because you're actually not listening to the answers. You're thinking about the next thing you're going to say. So that's something that I fundamentally know, but I don't know that I practice it in my real life, if that makes sense. So I feel like I'm a little bit of an expert in listening, but then Anytime he said, like, you know, here's how you can use it in parenting or in um, marriage or in business, I was really, like, tuning in. Because even though I'm trained to do that when I'm in a professional setting, I think listening in my real life, and this is probably true of most people, you're jumping to the next thing. Like, no, 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 but let me tell you why I'm right (laughs) or, or let me convince you that, that, you know, whatever it may be. So I don't know, it was kind of introspective for me because I think I, um, and I said this in the newsletter, I vacillate between being an exceptional listener and a really shitty listener. Um, so I don't know, that was my kind of personal takeaway. Did it make you reflect on your listening skills? Yes. Uh, and you know, like you, I, I also consider myself a decent listener, but something that he said, which is so true is it's something that you have to practice. You can't just 
you know, do it um, and think that you're going to be really good at it straight off out the gate. You have to be intentional about it and you have to practice it. And it, it takes work. Um, it it it's, I, it sounds like such a bummer when I say it like that, but I guess that my takeaway was putting in the work of listening, you will reap endless benefits and rewards on the other end. And he was very clear about what those benefits were in terms of relationships. Really, it was all about relationships. Um, Relationships with your boss, with your colleagues, with your customers, with your spouse, with your children. Um, and, and, And that's really important because we... Obviously, we all want to be want to feel seen, heard, and understood. Um, but when we're we're not when we're not feeling heard um, or understood, that triggers a sense of rejection within us, and that builds up over time. So over time, you're going to your relationships are just going to be depleted if you're not paying attention to something as fundamental as listening. Yeah. And I think it's, I found it really interesting based on where we are. And as you know, I'm, this is not um, a political podcast, nor probably will it ever be because that's not what we set out to do. We are in a time in a country that is um, divided on every level, right? Politics just being one of them. And how hard, you know, I was thinking about both the world with the distractions of technology and then just how truly divided we we all are. Mm -hmm. If everybody, you know, and I asked him this question, like how different would the world be if we could all truly listen? I mean, he couldn't even answer the question. He was just like, it would be, you know, u- utopia. But I, I think um, that truly, I mean, even if you look at the world, like wars could have um, never been fought had people listened and listened well. Like there's so much at stake, not just within the walls of our home, but but in our country, in the world. And so it sounds... You can make it sound trivial or small, but it's really not, right? It's about, and that's when he, the you know what he said is that there's no difference between, you know, the teenager, you know, locking themselves in the bathroom versus, um, you know, the terrorist about to take the life of five hostages. They're all somebody who feels broken, misunderstood, and is human and wants to be heard. Right. So he said it's always about just showing up with complete compassion. And my pause was like, well, how do you show up for compassion with the terrorist who (laughs) is about to? And he said, because it's all the same, because they're a person and they need to feel seen, heard, understood. And they have a story. They have a story about why they're there. And once you understand that story, then you open the door for negotiation, for communication. So not even that he comes at it from some altruistic place, right? Like, oh, you have to have a heart for everyone. But really, these that those are the skills of great communicators. And as a result, great negotiators. Um, and what's cool about him is that he's now, you know, retired and taken it into 
the Learning Institute where he teaches business leaders and, you know, teaches couples and families and all sorts of people how to listen at that ninja level, if you will. Yes, ninja listeners. Um, you know, as, as I was diving into a little bit of research on listening, I found um, something that, that I thought was really fascinating that I'll share with you. I wondered how much of what we hear we actually absorb. So if you had to take a guess on what percentage of what we hear that we actually absorb, what would you guess? Hmm. I'm going to go low, like 25%. It's exactly 25%. Holy. Did you cheat? I did not cheat. I'm just a freaking ninja. You're a freaking ninja. So, so yeah, that's right. It's um, people usually only remember about 25% of the things that they listen to. So, that means, let's say, for instance, that you're having a conversation with your husband for 10 minutes. You're only going to pay attention to about two and a half minutes of that conversation, statistically. Yeah, and it's hard to listen when, like, you go into a conversation and you're heated or you have any sort of agenda, which we can all relate to that, right? You know what you want the outcome to be because... I think you're so preemptive, right? I'm going to say, I know he's going to say this, or I know they're going to say that, or rather than, to your point, just listening. And to Richard's point, if you just listened, <laughs> your your outcomes and your relationships would be so much better. Yeah, he was really adamant that you've got to understand the reason um, before you can even think about a solution, you know, why are they doing what they're doing? Um, you really have to get to the heart of that matter before you can move forward. And that's something that we're all, I mean, I, I know I'm definitely guilty of is jumping to the, well, let's, how, how do we fix this? How do we, I don't want to talk about this anymore. How do we solve this? But, uh, but that's not good. So the really the understanding of the why. Yeah, the understanding of the why, exactly. Yeah, and I brought it up in the interview with him, like the Oprah thing of, you know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say matter? And, you know, that she says that's kind of the shared experience and question of every single person that she's ever talked to. Um, and I do, when I stop and think... Um, about it, like in in life, primarily, it comes up with my kids, mostly, like to fully, like lean into, to seeing them and hearing them and acknowledging that, because sometimes, right, when you're talking to somebody, and they're like, a toddler freaking out, because the worm got out of the thing, and you're just like, But it matters. It matters to them, right? To them, it's a lot. To them, it you know, to, to, and that's just an example of like being uh, empathizing with somebody where you want to just say it doesn't matter. There's other worms. It's not a big deal, right? right? And their little mind, body, and soul, what is happening to them and what they are experiencing matters. So when you can 
look at them and say, I see you and I hear you and it matters. And that, you know, is, is maybe easy to learn and practice if you're taking parenting courses, but much more difficult when you're in a boardroom or in the case of him, you know, negotiating with somebody um, who is a terrorist or as, as we know um, from the episode we did with Kevin Briggs about people um, on the verge of ending their lives on the Golden Gate Bridge, he very specifically said, it was nothing I ever said. It was the fact that I listened. Um, and this is a man who's saved hundreds of lives. So it really is, um, yeah, I just, I, I, I found it to be, it was, uh, you know, our interviews often are a big emotional, personal journey of something unthinkable. And Richard's was a little bit different in that I, I, it was almost more of just like takeaways and lessons um, from really kind of dramatic high stakes situations. But it was more of him really just giving us a lot of wisdom about a life spent being somebody who is a you know, next to none conversationalist. I thought one thing that was so interesting was when he said that he thinks that a lot of people that come from, um, you know, what he would call tougher backgrounds are much more emotionally intelligent than those who come from nice, easy, middle-class backgrounds. I thought that was fascinating too. Did, but did you understand why? I know he said that and I was not doing a good job listening because I didn't have a follow-up <laughs> question, which should have been why. Well, it's funny that you asked me that because I wanted to know that too. So I went back through the transcript to see why he said that. And what he said was that from the outset, communication is about survival, we learn to communicate to survive. So I think that the connection there is that, you know, people that perhaps come from tougher backgrounds, they might need to, you know, hone those communication skills much faster because they're trying to survive. Um, that's what I took from it. Yeah, that makes, yeah, that, that, makes, that makes all the sense. Well, there's two... Like one uh, funny, not so funny, and then the other, which I think is like a really cool, I'll call it a quote, unquote, all the wiser moment. But Richard, so these are two behind the scenes things. Before we record most episodes of All the Wiser, we do what's called like a pre-interview, which is really just to you know, reach out to the person that were, is coming on the show potentially, make sure it's a good fit for them, make sure it's a good fit for us, really dive into more than we can find online as far as homework, if the interview's moving forward. And so I was assessing, you know, whether Richard was going to come on the show and we both knew it was sort of a pre-interview. And I was up super early in the morning. I had to drive like two hours, um, north to go to a meeting and he called me and um I was I answered on my bluetooth um in my car which I was initially thinking like from somebody who's a listener like that's really a shitty way to listen is like on the freeway 
<laughs> and then I was nervous because I know there's this hill that I go over where you cut out. So I feel like I kind of kept, like I was trying to move it along and I'm pretty sure I cut him off like three <laughs> And I'm like, no, 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 I mean, this is, it'll be a great fit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am talking to this world-renowned listener. And you're being was, the worst listener ever. Yes. And I'm like, here he is like calling in from the UK, this like a man who owns an institute on <laughs> listening, who people pay, you know, really wonderful, you know, hard-earned money to, and I am fully like, cutting him off and the Wi-Fi or whatever, the Bluetooth is going in and out. This is totally ridiculous. So luckily he said yes. And we had what I actually thought was like a really both fun and, and lovely and informative and interesting conversation. So thank you, Richard, for your patience uh, on our first conversation. And then what I think is an all the wiser, not I think, what I know is a special all the wiser moment is... Um, we didn't get into it, but Richard is living with cancer. And as I said, mm. the interview for him was not necessarily about his kind of deeply personal journey, as most episodes are. We really dug into his professional life and everything he could extract to that and, and give sort of as a gift to our listeners. Um, but he said, I would like it my charitable donation to go to a cancer charity and I leave it to you. I trust you guys, um, you know, to choose something. Mm -hmm. And so I knew, and I, that was the first time it, it had happened where somebody put it on us and just said, you guys choose blanket. We've had times where people are like, Oh, can you recommend a couple? And I've sent over options of, you know, done the research on charity navigator, wherever it may be. Um, and so I was thinking about, okay, well, you know, where should we give? And then we did the A Little Wiser episode with Zach and Marnie, which if you have not listened to that oh episode. It's like a, a, everyone is going bananas for that episode. People are I, freaking out about it because it was so good. I sh I, they are amazing. Um, what, what, do you, what do we call it? A Big Love Story? Yes, a it's little a, wiser, a big, a big love story. Okay, so it's two episodes back, a little wiser, a big love story. Um, you just go and listen to it because to me it's everything. So so Marnie sent me some links. I said, well, how can we give resources? And she's like, MD Anderson is doing this. And on a little wiser, we don't have the matching one for one. So I'm like, wait a second, like Richard kind of handed it to us to give somewhere making a difference and a dent. And this obviously could not be more broad when we're talking about cancer. And Marnie is saying MD Anderson is doing this incredible. So I just felt like it was kind of a oh gift that the two were back to back. And well, because I was thinking, what can we do for, for Marnie? Because she really is... Um, you know, living in a, in a, in day to day living with cancer and, um, just with such grace and optimism, but really fighting a battle. So I don't know. I thought there was something in that, that Richard was the first person to say you choose. And then 
Marnie came on a little wiser. Um, it's going to be complicated if you didn't listen to that episode, but maybe there's a reason I'm saying this so you can go back and listen because it really is special. Did you uh, did you tell her that about it, about the donation? I have not. And I was going to, I am going to write that email. I just, just uh, got back, as you know, from visiting family and I was waiting to find the time to sit down and write her a thoughtful email. Ugh. I can't wait to hear what she says, but maybe she'll listen to this episode tomorrow and she'll find out that way. Yes. <laughs> hear it live. Well, that is so cool. Uh, I love when things like that happen. It's, it is so interesting. And I, I do feel like it's an all the wiser moment. We have those periodically and they're just really like, what? So cool. Yes. So we've covered a lot and both stories are absolutely worth uh, listening and listening well to. Wonderful. So we'll leave you with this question, which is um, related to listening. How do you show up and listen to people in your own life? That's a really good question. So yeah, we'll just, we'll leave it there. I think it's a great question. I think it's a wonderful question to end on. And have a good night. I am glad we were not bombarded with jackhammers. <laughs> Same here. Um, and now my dog is starting to bark. So this is a good time. To <laughs> Paco wants close to be it up. seen, heard, and heard understood. And understood. <laughs> no, he just wants snacks. That's what he wants. Uh, all right, Paco. Goodbye, Paco. Goodbye, Erica. Okay. Thanks, Kimmy. Have a good night. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.